the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for listening in. When we sincerely turn our lives over to God, our goal is to obediently live for Him until He calls us home. Some, however, turn away from God as if they never knew Him. How can that be? God's Word has the answer. The Bible tells us that there are some who call themselves Christians, yet they are not a part of the family of God because though they appeared to be with us, they were not truly among us because they denied that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Heaven forbid! Have Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander teaches us. Oh, it says it in Romans 16, chapter 16, verse 17. It says, I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause division and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. This is the, this is the uh, English Standard uh, Version. Avoid them. Uh, 2 John 9 through 11, it says, Whoever transgress and does not abide in the doctrine, the teaching of Christ, does not have God. He who abides in the teaching, the doctrine of Christ, has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you, say me, and does not bring this doctrine, this teaching, do not receive him into your house. Do not receive Jehovah Witnesses in your house, uh, Muslims in your house, Mormons in your house. Amen. Atheists who's trying to t- atheists, atheist folk who trying to talk you out of God into your house. Won't you say amen? Amen. amen. You say, well, what is my mama's atheist? Put her out too? Well, <laughs> don't put your mama out. The Bible says honor your parents. Honor your parents. What you do is lovingly reach them, present them the gospel, and love on them. Mama, you're a heretic. Get out. No. No, don't do that. No, don't do that now. Don't do that. But don't let her go get your faith. You know, she, she tried to t- talk to you. Now, you know I'm a Jehovah Witness, or you know I'm a mama. And listen, why don't you bring your children to the temple or to this and that? Now, mama, you know how we feel about that. Mommy, don't go there. <laughs> Mommy, me and my house, we gonna serve the Lord. You my mommy, but we draw the line there, mommy. Amen. Now look, that's so gracious and kind. You tell mama, shut up. We don't want you get out of my house. No, 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 no. Call her mommy, your mother, Mimi, whatever you want to call her. And graciously uh, repel that with gentleness, with meekness, and with respect. I thought I just, that was an addendum there. (laughs) Uh, Number five, if we fail to guard the truth of God's word, if we fail to guard the truth of God's word, it will become perverted, twisted, and tainted, which is the surest way to destroy the church from within to the point that she no longer, the church no longer is able to affect this world for righteousness. That's why Satan attacks the truth. 
And that's why uh, he comes against the truth and subtly try to deceive you away from the truth because he knows that's the surest way to destroy the church from within. Uh, Number six, if we allow false doctrine to go unchecked in the church and if we are not willing to fight for the truth at all costs, then the only sure foundation upon which we stand will crumble, enabling Satan to exploit and take full advantage of the church. That's why we must not allow false teaching. That's why I'm concerned about what we put on the tables out here, what we put on the bulletin boards out here. That's why things have to be cleared through the administration of this church. You don't say, well, I found a good reading here and put it out on the desk. Somebody else might like that. Well, because it's good to you don't mean it's good. And we need things checked out. Even in the bookstore, we don't put any kind of book in that bookstore. Those books are thoroughly screened. That's why we don't get secondhand books because we don't want you to donate a book and we look at it and see that it's not right and we don't put it up and you mad at us because we didn't put up the book that was secondhand and all underlined and written in and scratched over. Amen. Folk ought to get a fresh book. Would you say Amen book. And just because a book looked nice and got a beautiful color and got Jesus on it, don't mean it's a healthy book. You have to, you have to know the truth before you can actually screen the truth. Uh, what, what did I leave out? What number are we on now? Six. Okay. I'm getting six. Okay, good. If we allow false doctrine to go unchecked in the church, and if we are not willing to fight for the truth at all costs, then the only true foundation upon which we stand will crumble, enabling Satan to exploit and take full advantage of it. Well, you needed to hear again. I just read it, didn't I? So I just caught it. So now let's go on to the next one. Now we're on seven, right? All right. Number seven. Say seven. Ooh, it's a big one. You might have, when I get through with seven, you wished I had stayed on six. Look at, now listen, seven is getting, it's, it's, this is the biggest point. Listen, it is highly possible for one to be so deceived that he does that he does the work of Satan in the name of God. You can be that deceived that you do the work of Satan in the name of God. Let me give you some scriptures on that and then I'm going to give you some illustrations. Uh, Matthew 23, 14 and 15. Matthew chapter 23, 14 and 15. I just wish, to, uh, well, I know you're writing, but I sure wish some of you could just turn there and uh, some of these verses. It's good to turn the pages and see what, what the book is saying. Now, why bring your Bible if you're not going to turn in it, okay? That PowerPoint can often, often cripple you from the use of your own Bible. Uh, Matthew 23, 14 and 15. Matthew chapter 23, 14 and 15. Look what it says. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers. That's all in the name of God. Uh, Therefore you will receive greater condemnation. Look at verse 15. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you travel land and sea to win one proselyte. In, In other words, to convert pagans. And, and, and others and, and, and Jews into uh, Pharisees and, and such things uh, to convert them into Judaism. And when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourself. But they're doing this in the name of God. Let, let me give you another person. Uh, Saul also did the work of God uh, uh, hellishly uh, in the name of God. <laughs> Uh, Acts chapter 8 verse 1. 
Acts chapter 8 verse 1 it says, Now Saul was considering to his death. At that time a great persecution arose against the church which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria except the apostles. See Saul was relentless against the church in the name of God. But he was just, but he was satanically energized though he was acting supposedly in the name of God. Look at Acts chapter 9, verses 1 and 2. Y'all hanging with me? I hear the pages rattling. That's good. Maranatha Bible Church. Acts chapter 9, verses 1 and 2. It says, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest, these religious folk who are acting in the name of God, and asked letters from, you know, the synagogue, the Jewish church of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Look, doing the work of, of God. It's supposedly the work of God, but it was really energized by Satan. By Satan. It was energized by Satan. So I'm saying it is highly possible for one to be so deceived that he does the work of Satan. In the name of God. Doing the work of Satan. Say, doing the work of Satan? In the name of God. Doing the work of Satan? In the name of God. Let me give you some contemporary illustrations to hopefully drive home this point. A, people sometimes hinder progress, the move of God and the church growth, and church growth, by stifling the ministry in the name of budget constraints in many of our churches today. People sometimes hinder the progress and move of God, the growth of the church, by stifling the ministry uh, by, uh, in the name of budgetary constraints. We don't have the money to relocate. We don't have the money to build. We don't have the money to remodel. We don't have the money to upgrade the furniture. We don't have the money for missions. They feel that they are being protective of church finances in the name of God and are actually doing more to harm than good, causing the church to miss tremendous kingdom opportunities. Church don't relocate when they should have relocated perhaps 20 years ago. Now everybody's old and, and people have left and, and all the hellions have died. And the church can't go anywhere now. Won't y'all say amen? Leave the church stuck because they, they missed their season. They missed their God moment. A window of opportunity don't always stay open. And if we don't seize the moment and take the blessing, it'll pass you by and God will give it to another church that's more open to what he wants to do. Are y'all hanging with me? Now it's going to get a little bit deeper. Doing the work of Satan in the name of God. Doing the work of Satan in the name of God. What's another B? The scripture says in Colossians chapter 3 verse 18, Wives, submit to your own. Now that means you ought to have just one. Your own, not two or three. It ain't hubbies. You, <laughs> your own husbands as fitting in the Lord. Sometimes husbands are deceived and turn the principle of submission into one of control and domination in the name of God. Here it is, woman, right here. You see, it says, submit to me. Wait a minute. You have to go fix my coffee, clean my tub, pick up my underwear. 
I'm the head of this house, me, my full phone. Wait a minute now, hold it. Hold it, you're taking it out of context. That's extremism. And you're pointing to, pointing to the scripture. But it also says a little bit further, you keep on reading, you need to sacrifice yourself for your wife and love her as Christ loved the church. Amen. She's not your carpet to walk all over. Amen. You point out one scripture, you better point out those others that apply to you too. Won't you say amen, man? Okay, see, that's, that's doing the work of Satan in the name of God. See, I'm not through yet. I, gotta, I have to go all the way down to, to I. See, taking the scripture such as Proverbs 23, 13, which says, do not withhold correction from a child, for if you beat him with a rod, he shall not die. Well, that's true too. (laughs) But you can take that to the extreme. And, And you turn healthy child discipline into child abuse and deception in light of that scripture, doing the work of Satan in the name of God, you kill the child. Child get broke arms, cigarette burns all over them, all kind of stuff. Well, here it is, it says beat them. No, wait a minute now, that, that, not, not with that kind of aim. God chastens us in love. Amen. And a whole lot of, of Christian parents are taking verses out of context in doing the work of God supposedly but really energized by Satan the stronghold of tradition and refusing to change in the name of God will hinder the church from reaching her God given potential ah we can't change this way mama did it daddy did it don't touch that don't do that get the drums out of here that don't belong here children don't walk up here don't touch Listen, you drive the kids right on out. You dump them on out the church. And you got to be careful. Uh, Anything that's not changing is dying. Now, the word of God never changes. Amen. Now, you don't want, how many of you all want to still go to the outhouse instead of having a flushing toilet in here? You want to change that, right? Y'all, how many, let's put some out porta potty and we all going to go outside, but we don't want to change. Y'all laugh at me. That sounds funny now. But we give it to, to the church. Uh, you, you, we want to keep the church back in 1932. And then wonder why folk aren't coming. Amen. Uh, so tradition can kill a church from reaching her God-given potential. E, many in the church today believe they are called by God to fight leadership like Korah did. And the ground swallowed them up. Many in the church today believe they are called by God to fight leadership instead of moving on to another church. God is not the author of confusion, but he has called us to peace and unity in the spirit. God never calls you to fight pastors and deacons to fight pastors and pastors to fight deacons and vice versa and elders and and members to fight members. God didn't call. There is not a ministry of fighting in the church. If you dislike things that bad, you do yourself, your family, and the church where you are favor, and just be quiet, be quiet and move, and don't do like many devils. You stink up the place, then you move. I'm going to fight, raise all the hell I can, then I'm out of here. No, leave quietly. Why did you leave? I, you, 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 don't give everybody, don't make it juicy to folk. Well, I left because, well, shut up. 
Why don't you just say, I left because the Lord told me it's time to go. Isn't that more godly? Without all the blame and the name calling, and making stuff messy and then you still leave and you put yourself in position to get a God-sized whooping. Look how quiet it gets. Won't y'all say amen? Oh, my. Going to work of Satan in the name of God. Uh, F, there are many in the church who say God is leading them not to tithe because of disagreeing with the direction of the church. I don't like that. He shouldn't have done that. The deception of giving to or hosting others as a substitute for tithing. I gave to some children some shoes and that I, I gave the neighbor some grocery. That's my tithe. I hosted a big fellowship, so I brought the saints over, and I took my tithes to finance the fellowship so I don't have to give to the church. Ooh, ooh, amen? Are y'all there? Are y'all there? There are men in the church, many of the in the church, who say God is leading them not to tithe because of disagreeing with the direction of the church, the deception of giving to or hosting other saints in the church as a substitute for not tithing. No, you tithe and whatever you do is above that. Won't you say, won't, won't we get a loud amen? Make, make it a louder amen. Y'all got quiet on that point. You don't divert the Lord's, you don't do that with your mortgage. <laughs> Won't y'all say amen? Do you, you don't do it with your rent. You don't do it with your car note. Oh, I took my car note and bought some shoes, so now I have to walk and catch the bus. Come on here. Come on here. It's all in the book. <laughs> I ain't through. I tell you, I got to get the eye. Where am I? On what? Elf? I'm not going to repeat Elf. That's enough of that one. Uh, G. Many think they do God's service by playing the lottery with the intent of helping the church pay off its debts or to give to the needs of others. Oh, I'm going to win because I'm going to pay my tithe and Maranatha going to be debt free. Not in a hellish way. And please don't test me. Don't be out there gambling and win $50 million and say, here, pastor. <laughs> don't tell me like that. Please don't tell me like that. <laughs> please don't tell me. <laughs> I had one pastor who was a meeting. That was there, and he said, uh, if any of his members won the lottery, he said he'd take it right away. And he said, Don't ask me why. And he said, Why? Because the devil had money long enough. And I said, I said, But no, we can't do that. Because if I take it, then it's condoning it, and you begin to participate in it. And God didn't say walk by chance, He says, Walk by what? By faith. You know, now if folk did something, put something in the treasure, and I don't know about it, I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, 
you don't you don't play the lottery in hopes of tithing or helping somebody. You can do that off of what God has already given to you. God has given you enough to do whatever you need to do with some if you learn to trust God by faith. Hope we say amen. H. Many Christians think they do service when they to God when they worship God him at home by watching church on television when they are physically able to participate in corporate worship. You know, I don't have to go to church to be saved. That's true. I can worship God at home. That's true too. I, th- I believe you ought to be doing that at home. Matter of fact, if you do it more at home, we wouldn't have to work so hard here. If you bring your fire from your house of worship at home, that makes for an explosion of God in his house here. Oh, God help me. But listen, now we're not going to bring you communion and you sitting there healthy as an ox. Talking about bring me the Lord's supper. I say you bring yourself on up here and take it. We're not going to accommodate your laziness. Look how quiet it got then. Amen. Now, if you got your leg broke and you're in the hospital and you can't move and you're a stroke victim and all, we're not talking about y'all. We'll serve you. But we're not going to serve healthy folk when you can come to the Lord's house and, and, and be blessed corporately. Hebrews, look, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. It's all in your Bible if you're torn the page out. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. This is a biblical mandate. We are, we are not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. You have gifts that will bless the body. We have gifts that will bless you. There is a ministry of your presence. There is a ministry of your presence in Vacation Bible School. Unless you were out of town or sick, were you in Vacation Bible School one night, two nights? You mean you were that busy? Now, it's one thing to be, listen, some people, my child is grown and my child is gone and my grandchildren are grown. Listen, it takes, a, it takes a whole village to raise these children. Listen, these other kids, single parents, folk are struggling with their kids. You're not through. We're talking about how bad things are, but we make ourselves unavailable. Won't y'all say amen? Yes, we had record attendance in vacation Bible school. Yes, it's a family affair for folk of all ages. But when you get too tired for God, you're really saying, God, I'm about ready to be dismissed from earth. I don't want to, the older I get, the hotter I want to be for Christ. I mean, vacation Bible school was exhilarating. It was, it was exciting. It was a blessing. And all these nights, don't forsake the assembling of ourselves to get. To get. Now we're on I. Woo. Although we disagree with the killing of the unborn, amen? We disagree with that. That's sin. That's murder. We, although we, we disagree with the killing of the unborn and, unbo- and abortion, Recently, a doctor who performed late-term abortions was killed in church. I don't know what kind of worship he was doing, but nonetheless, he was killed in church 
by someone who thought he was doing the work of God, but in fact, he was deceived and used by Satan doing the work of Satan. Now, if you kill because somebody else is killing, then you know better than the person who's been killing. Won't you say, man, look how quiet a guy. Amen. You don't, you don't, do, that's not, you don't think, God says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. I mean, we work through the system, the law, and, and, uh, and, and, and the, ju- the judicial process. And I, even though I know it's corrupt too, but we still have to work with it. And that's why we ought to pray and put the wrong folk out and the righteous folk in so we can advance the kingdom for the glory of God. I hope some of you all be judges and attorneys and lawyers and, and mayors and on school boards and all of these things so that we can affect the society we live in for what? Righteousness. For them to come in there and kill that man. Now what he did and all them babies, that was wrong, that's sinful, and he's got to give an account for that. But to kill that man in cold-blooded murder in the name of God, actually being satanically deceived, is evil. Now y'all ought to say big amen to that too. Amen. You don't correct wrong by doing wrong. You work the system in the right way, and then you pray and, and, and trust God for changes. In his time, he makes things beautiful. Here's a, here's a scripture I want everybody to turn to in my conclusion. Here, here's a scripture I want everybody to turn to. John 16, 1, 2, and 3, the Gospel of John. Chapter 16, because this is, you need to highlight this verse because it sums up A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and all down there. This sums it all up. John 16, 1, 2, and 3. It says, these things I have spoken to you, that you should not be made to stumble. They will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, look at this. The time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God service. There it is. And these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me. Does that sum it up? In the name of God, doing satanic things. And all God's children said, We must study, meditate, and obey the word of God daily, lest we fall. The tendency to stray away from God doesn't stop us here on earth. The Bible tells us that God's judgment also fell upon fallen angels. In other words, no one is exempt. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210 821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located directly at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base.
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.